you may have heard of people selling everything to go full-time in an RV, but what about going full-time in an RV and then at some point saying, eh, let's sell the RV and move to a foreign country? Well, we're going to find out about a family that's doing just that in this episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Patrick. I'm Patty. And we're so excited to be joined today by Crystal, who you're from where? Tell us where you're originally Uh, from. I'm from Seattle. Okay. Uh, Born and raised. Both my husband and I were born and raised in the Seattle area. Okay. Sure. Washington State. And we met you because you're, we're currently here at Happy Acres Campground in Angola, Indiana, and you're currently staying here for a couple nights. And we want to talk to you about, number one, why are you here, but this big journey you're on. So how many of you, uh, you mentioned your husband, but you also have your children with I you? I have two, two girls, uh, two daughters, an eight-year-old and almost six. She turns six next week. Gotcha. Week, so... <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I already in the opening kind of gave away part of the story, but um, how did you decide, number one, to go full-time in an RV? Like, what was the inspiration for that? Uh, (sighs) I feel like it was one of those moments where you had a a stroke of insanity and (laughs) and then, like, this is what happened. Uh, No, I, I had a big kind of thing happened. I had a big medical scare in my life. And during that, I literally thought I was going to die. And um, during that, I was like, if I only had six months to a year left to live, what would I do? And I was like, dude, I want to travel. I want to show my girls the world. I want to like spend every waking moment with them. And at the time I was running a company that I wasn't super excited about. And my husband works remotely anyway. And I was like, and we have been homeschooling since the pandemic. Sure. So I was like, dude, I could. Why? Like once the scare kind of overcame, yeah, right, right. I, I was able to, I was like, why wouldn't I live like I'm dying? Right. Why should, I should live like I'm dying. Right, right. And so we just kind of, we talked about it and like all the different ways to, to do it. And I was like, really, I want to go to Europe. I studied abroad when I was in college and I really wanted to go and show my family the, the the Europe that I fell in love sure. with when I was when I was over there, but I was couldn't figure out how to sell the house and like pay for the like I couldn't figure it all out right, right. without like this middle piece and I needed a couple of months to like save money and to like do all the things and so RVing just made sense and the more I looked into it the more I was like this is gonna be great guys <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be awesome and I like got really excited and watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos about full-timers and like all of that stuff and my husband was like you're insane and I was like yeah probably but let's let's do it yeah um so we we went on a short short being three and a half months like we bought an RV we went for three and a half months last summer um because we just wanted to see how much we could stand living in that small of a space together and like, could he work on the road? And how was working on the road? How was doing school on the road? Like, how was traveling every week for the girls? Like, did they were they okay with that? Not having like a space and like their own stuff and like all of you know all of that. And we just absolutely fell in love. We had an absolute blast. Oh, great! Was this um, your first time to ever RV? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. We had never. We'd never 
I mean, I RV'd as a kid. My parents okay. had a Class C, but it was like weekend trips. Every once in a while, we hadn't really ever done. We right, did right. one major road trip from Washington to Illinois and back again. Okay. But that was like it. And I was young enough that I never like, I don't know, there was a sewer that needed to be attached. Like, <laughs> I didn't know any of that stuff. I just knew I got to sleep in the cool loft above the driver's seat. So like, we'd never hauled anything. We got a, we got a travel trailer, um, a bumper pull travel trailer. We had to like sell our little Subaru and buy a giant truck. Like, we... We learned a whole bunch. I bet. We <laughs> we watched a lot of YouTube. I bet yeah, a yeah. lot of YouTube. <laughs> what, now you said you went out for three months. Where? How far did you go? So we did a loop. Um, we went down to like Utah. I've got my dad lives in St. George, and so we went down. We did like the Grand Canyon and Arizona and like St. George and we went to Colorado and kind of did this like loop and come came back up right. to Seattle. Okay. So so it was about three and a half months of And when was that? Was that, that was last summer. So last we, summer, okay. So we left the beginning of June and came back mid September. Okay. And then after that trip, is that when you were like, okay, we're ready to start yeah. selling the house? And, yeah, so okay. we we fell in love, and there was a lot of things. We learned a lot. Oh, I bet you did. I would say if anybody wants to do this, do like a little short trip like that, because we learned so much about like what we wanted and what we didn't want, and it meant that like, and then we came back, and we were able to have, it ended up being eight months or so mm -hmm. to like, we changed some things on the RV and like we figured some different things out like the internet issue because my husband is a programmer and he has to have internet to work and so like figuring out internet was was a trial and sure, error thing um, there was definitely a couple of days where he would like call his boss and be like hey <laughs> I don't have good internet I'll do stuff offline and then I'll upload it as soon as we get somewhere <laughs> Um, oh my gosh! And thankfully, his boss is super chill and is like totally okay with that. Um, but but yeah, we just absolutely fell in love, and so we came back and we made the decision: we're gonna sell the house and we're gonna uh, kind of give everything away. Right. And uh, I thought it was gonna be super emotionally hard. It was, but it was also very cleansing to sure. like give all of your like it was it's like about 90% of our worldly possessions yeah, we yeah. Like right. got rid of <laughs> so do you have a storage unit cuz i always hear people say well i keep a few things i yeah, put it like in storage okay things, yeah. so we have like keepsakes and stuff yeah. um mostly like my my mom was a uh, my mom was passed on but she has she made like blankets for the girls you know like baby blankets and stuff like that before she died and so like she we have all that in storage we have a 5 foot by 5 foot storage unit in Seattle which is not very big. It's right, very right. full. <laughs> um, and then everything else we own is in the RV. Okay. Let's talk about the RV yeah. real quick. Yeah. So you, you went out and you purchased a brand new Class A motorhome, oh, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we definitely couldn't afford that. That was the thing that really surprised me when I started looking at RVs is how expensive they were. They are, aren't they? they and like, especially like we, we had a house, we were paying a mortgage and like, all of that and so we we were like we can't like we can't afford a fifty thousand dollar rv especially for a trial thing that we don't know if we really want to do this 
and I had very, uh, I knew what I wanted after watching so many YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. I knew that I needed, my husband needed space to be able to do his work. And I needed a space for the girls to do school. Like we needed a school space. And then, uh, and I wanted, I wanted the girls to have a space where they could go and have their own space, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to like make their beds out of the dining room right. table every night. Yeah. I, and I knew, knowing my children as well as I do, I knew that there was times that they, I need, was going to need to separate them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so we needed a space where they could go when they needed to like be alone and like have some space um, and be separated. And so we found this crazy RV on Craigslist that has a loft. <laughs> I know. I've never seen such it a thing. It has a second story, which is uh, a little bit crazy. I mean, they have lofts now sure. in some of the bigger right. Right, right. But this is a 30-foot travel trailer. Because that was the other thing. We'd never driven the trailer before. We were trying to keep the size shorter because I was like, oh, like, How does, yeah, still, like 30 feet behind. Like, with the truck and the trailer, we're almost, we're like 55 feet end to end. That is incredibly long if you've never done that. If you've never done it, yes, absolutely. So we were trying to keep the length down, but we found this on Craigslist, and it was within our budget. It's definitely loved. We had to put a little love into it because um, it was used. Um, but And what year is it? It's an... 09. An 09. And it's a Keystone? It's a Keystone Outback loft. loft. And they only made, like, we did a bunch of research on it, and they only made, like, 400 of them because the loft leaks really badly. Okay. And living in Seattle, we learned that really quickly. <laughs> we, and, and here's the thing. We've been RVing now for 18 right. years. And when you when you guys arrived, I'm like, I have never, never seen, seen anything like that before in my life. Because it's, for those of you, obviously, that you can't see it, but it's a travel trailer that it does, the, the ceiling goes up yeah, in the back. But then you have, like, like a pop-up trailer in that back. goes in the back that mm -hmm. goes above the roof line. Yeah, and there's actually a staircase, because that was the other thing. I was worried about a Class C, because at the time, my youngest was four years old, and I was super worried about her climbing up and down the ladder in the night if she had to go potty if she had to like was scared or whatever it was I was really concerned about that a ladder right. for her and so so this has a legit staircase okay. in it and it goes up and when the loft is down there's about two and a half feet still and so the kids can still sleep up there they, they're like, it's like a cave. And I was like, sure, whatever. I would have like serious claustrophobia, but they love it. Okay. They think it's a super fun little cave. And so they have like little foam mats on the floor and then we can pop the loft up when it's nice. And it's, I can like, it's about six feet. Okay. So okay. like I can stand straight up in it and it's got windows on all the sides um, which is not so good for them sleeping in because it's very bright in the morning. Right. But they're like, it's like a tree house. <laughs> so they, it is kind of like a tree house. You're right. up tall, you get to sure. see everything. Um, we can find our RV really easily. We know exactly where it is because it literally pops up above yeah. everybody sure. else's. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really easy to find. It is awesome. <laughs> but we felt really lucky 
because they didn't make very many of them. And thankfully, my husband is very handy, and he, like, figured out how to waterproof it a lot better than it is. And so we kind of had to jimmy rig some waterproofing stuff for the top. Um, So there was a little bit of trial and error there. And that first run, that three months, there was definitely a little little bit of trial and error. And we have to watch our heights really... Really oh closely. yeah, we know that. Because <laughs> um, we're 13 feet, which is fairly tall for yeah. an RV. For a travel trailer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for a travel trailer. So like, even the, some places that are like, this is for RVs, we're like, ooh, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, unfortunately, We've we know all, all too much. We, we just bought a uh, fifth wheel yep. um, back on Memorial Day yep. weekend, and we were out east, and I pulled in to get gas, and it looked tall enough. It didn't say low clearance, and we took off our bedroom AC, and we're now waiting for a new AC to come in. Yep. So, yeah, unfortunately, we do know what you're talking about. Absolutely. uh, So I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. So then in March of this year, right, that's when you set sail, in essence. Yes. So we sold our house. Um, We we went back and forth about rent or sell, and we just decided that... I didn't want to have to deal with renters. We, we have rented, we've owned duplexes before and we've, we've had renters before and I just didn't want to have to deal with it long distance. And especially because we had decided not just to take an RV trip, we'd also decided to go like to, uh, to Europe. Right. right. So at the end of this trip, we're headed to Europe. So we, uh, we decided to head across the country and then, uh, and then head to Europe from there. And so we didn't want to have to deal with the house. So we sold the house and took off and went to California first. We told the girls that instead of Christmas gifts, because I didn't want to like buy more stuff because we right. were actively trying to empty the house out, I was like, we'll take you to Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> nice. So that was the first stop is like, where are you going to go? We're going to Disneyland. <laughs> so that was, we headed down to California in April, um, end of March, beginning of April. Uh, and did, like, the California thing and Death Valley, which if you're going to go to Death Valley, April is a good time to go. Definitely not in the summer. No, right. you don't no. want to go in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we did that. And then, you know, of course, visited Grandma and Grandpa in St. George in, in April, which is a much better time to go to St. George than in the summer. Right. So we kind of did that big loop. Um, we ended up going back to Seattle because we had a surprise grandma for her birthday. It it was important. The girls really wanted to be there for Grandma's birthday. And then we took back out, and now we are in Indiana. Right. uh, Headed to Boston. That is the... We're headed to Boston, and then we will sell the RV when we get to Boston and fly to... Spain. There you go. Spain. So that's where we're going. (laughs) We're going to Spain. (laughs) Without the RV. Without the RV. Right. I did look into shipping it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But they just don't have the roads capacity like we do. So that like. I'm curious. You said sell the RV. Do you have a plan for how to sell the RV? Okay. I don't. (laughs) Okay. I thought maybe you had already contacted like a consignment lot or something. Okay. (laughs) That's, That's a point of like. I hope that works out for us. Okay. <laughs> now, do you have your plane tickets already yes. purchased for Spain? Okay, so it's a yeah. hard date. We are we are leaving for Spain October 22nd. Okay. Come hell or high water. There you go. <laughs> okay. So that will end the RV journey. Right. Yes. 
and now we begin this new journey for the family. Mm -hmm. And how did you choose Spain? So we actually, we were going to do France and like that was what I had my heart set on France. I speak more French than Spanish and so like that was where I had, I, I actually studied abroad in England but I went to France multiple times and just absolutely fell in love and I was like, this is what I want. I want to live in France, like who doesn't? Right. Right, like the food, the, the like everything. So we had been looking into France for quite a while. The visa situation in France is, is complicated for US citizens specifically. Um, but I think kind of everybody, I don't know, I just was looking for US citizens. Sure. Um, right. But then Spain launched a new digital nomad visa at the beginning of this year, and we were at that point that we were kind of trying to decide what we were like. We were actively getting the house ready to sell, and they launched this visa, and it's super easy. It would be super easy for us to get a visa, and so we were like, "Cool, Spain." So we just kind of changed course. I was like, they're next door to each other. It's like, not that. I was <laughs> say, because that will be one of the benefits, right? You'll, right. You, once you get to Spain and get settled in, you can travel Europe. Right. Like, we, we could easily go to, like, France for the weekend. That's a totally legit, normal thing. It's like right. 30 euros to fly to France, like, fly to Paris for the weekend. So I'm like, close enough. It's fine. Wouldn't that be awesome, Patty? Like, Patty, would you like to go to yeah. dinner this weekend in Paris? <laughs> uh, yeah. Eiffel Tower? Yeah. And, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I'd really like to go to Madrid for some paella. Let's let's just go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Valencia is the place of paella. Oh, Valencia. There you go. Okay. I've been doing so much reading. So the, the girls, so we switched over from French to Spanish, Spanish okay. yeah. which they're pretty close. So, like, the girls were like, cool, now we say C instead of we. Right? Like, so, <laughs> um, and so the girls are taking online Spanish classes with a tutor and like so we're we're headed to Spain okay um, and where will you stay like how, like oh, you're not taking the RV so you can't sleep in the, the RV, RV. <laughs> so I did look into shipping it <laughs> I really really did okay. um, but we just kind of picked a place we're staying in Malaga which is south of Spain just I literally kind of picked a random place I was like cool it's gonna be 60 degrees in November done uh, there you go. It's on the Mediterranean. I was like, right. yeah, we'll spend the winter in the Mediterranean. Yes, please. Um, so we just picked Malaga. We're going to Airbnb it until we get all of our paperwork and everything settled. Because you have to get a residency card, which you can't get until you're actually in the country. Whether or not you get your visa beforehand or once you get your visa, right. you have to get your residency card once you're in the country. Gotcha. And, so, and you can't rent a apartment long term until right. you're in the country and with that residency all card. All these steps. All these steps. I have learned so much. Oh, I bet. Once I can't again, imagine YouTube. the research you've had to do to, to get ready for this. So many like things you got to pull together like bells and whistles, all these steps. Parts yeah, and, yeah, get all together. Yeah. It is definitely like and I will say there's been a couple of, yes, YouTube. Once again, I like switched my YouTube from like RVs over to like yeah. move to Spain. Um, but there's been, you can, there's visa assistance. Like you can contact people and they'll do like free consultations and stuff like that. Um, and so we've talked to tax experts. We've talked to uh, visa experts about like, what do we need to do? And like mm -hmm. all of this stuff. Um, so it has been, it, you know, it's been a huge learning experience, but, um, and it's very scary at moments. I'm like, I think we're insane. I'm pretty sure. We're insane. <laughs> Isn't um, everybody a little bit on something? Yeah. Well, here's the really crazy part. Um, my really good friend, like 
I, as I was talking to her about this, she was like, I'm coming with you. And oh. I was like, excuse me, what? She was like, I've always wanted to live in Spain. I want to raise my child in Spain. She's like, he's 10. I need to get over there. Like, she's like, I'm coming with you. And I was like, oh, okay. So she's flying to Boston and we're flying to Spain oh, together. Oh, wow. Okay. So, which is kind of nice. I was like, three kids, three adults. Yep. Okay. I was going to say, so we just went from a family of four to a family of six. six. So and we're all going to live together, which she has lived with us in the past. Like, okay. This has been... Like it's I'm so you not know you'll get along. I know okay. we'll get along together. Yeah. She and I have run companies together. We've like raised kids, our kids together for certain periods of time. So like she was like, I'm coming with you. I was like, okay. So you're already <laughs> inspiring people before you left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and my sister is coming uh, for Christmas. She was like, I'm coming to spend Christmas with you in Spain. I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, and if I like it, I might come and live with you. I was like, I have got to find a really big house. I was say, that next Airbnb <laughs> or rental is going to have to be a little bit bigger, maybe. I know. I'm like, we just keep getting bigger and bigger. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So is the plan after you get the visa, it'll be to find like a more permanent residence? Or yeah. will you move around every three months? I mean, thing? I think... We have to, for the visa, we have to have an address Okay. for, we have to have a semi-permanent address. Okay. And so I have to find something in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's like a small apartment that we just like crash out when we're back in town. Right. Um, but for the visa, I do have to have a okay. semi-permanent. So yes and no. We, okay. we plan on traveling as much as possible, but we also do have to like have somewhat of a permanent address. Sure. Right. And your husband will still be able to do his job from Spain. Yep. Uh, the time zone change is going to be a creative thing. Oh, I bet. Because he, his company is still in Seattle. Okay. And that is about a nine-hour difference from Spain. Um, from Boston, it's only six. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, like, already kind of trying to adjust. And so he'll basically work four to midnight Spain, Spain time. Um, to be in on Seattle. Sure. And so we'll just shift everybody's, the kids are homeschooled, so we'll just shift everybody's schedule and we'll wake up late and stay up late. There you go. And so you'll continue to homeschool in Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which technically, <laughs> legally, we're not allowed to. Okay. So the girls actually are not homeschooled. They go do online private school. Gotcha. Which okay. means that they are not homeschooled. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So according to the law, they're not. And that's we're talking about a Spanish rule. Yes. Or, yeah. Because a lot of people obviously here in the U.S. homeschool, yes, so it wouldn't but be a U.S. For thing. Spain, yeah. it's mandatory in person. Okay. Uh, like it's mandatory education. You have to be in it. Okay. Gotcha. And so the online. Quality. Private. Yeah. School. Private. Okay. School. Well, I'm using air quotes. Nobody can see me yeah. unless you're watching the YouTube version. But um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then so. How long do you think you'll be there? Do you have a plan? Or is this kind of just like, let's just see how this goes? We don't have a plan. Okay. So the visa, we can apply to a visa up to three years, and then it, we can renew it after that. Okay. Or we can just apply for a one-year visa. We are undecided. Okay. Kind of just gauging what's going to happen, yeah. probably. Um, my husband has never actually been to Europe. He lived for a while in Japan, but he's never been to Europe. Okay. And so, like, I'm like, this is great. Like, I did it in my 20s. I took two suitcases and showed up in in Europe. Like, I did it. It was great. Um, he's never had that experience whatsoever. And so, like, 
he, this is all very, very new. Right. And the friend who's coming with us, she also has lived in Europe before. And so she's like, let's do this. So he's kind of like, just like, okay, you guys, you take the lead. You know what you're doing. Yep. Show I'll me the just, ropes. Yeah. I'll just like follow along for funsies. Um, and we'll just kind of see how it goes. There's always the, if we absolutely hate it, if we don't like what we're doing, we can always come back. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think that's the thing, you know, like sometimes I think we allow our fears to keep us from doing these incredible right. things like you're doing. But if people would just look at like, what's the worst case scenario? It doesn't work out. We just come back to the we U.S. We come back yeah. to the U.S. Or in our case, you know, we're talking about in the next couple of years, semi-retiring. And it's like. You know, that fear of leaving the known, your job that you've had for 20 plus years. But like, what's the worst? We, If it doesn't work out, we get another job, get right? Get a different job, yeah. I wonder why like you have overcome that fear, but then other people don't. I I wonder, have you always been a risk taker? No, actually. Okay. Um, I have always, I'm a hardcore planner. Like I have, oh, okay. I had at 16, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I knew the career path. I knew what education I needed. Like I am a hardcore planner. It, I really think it goes back to this like huge medical scare that I had. Yeah. yeah. That That'll really, really made me go, well, I not. And like life's too short and like, yep. you know. Right. And I, you know, I'm turning 40 next year and I was just like, let's do it. Right. Like my kids are not going to get, like now's a good time. Yeah. Both like they're young enough that they don't have boyfriends or, you know, like close knit friends. And because they're pandemic kids, they really don't have close knit friends. Right. And so like, I was like, now's the moment. Now is the moment to jump ship. Also, we kept getting phone calls that our house had like doubled in the value. And so we were like, now's the moment to sell the house. Right. <laughs> to like sell the house, take the money and run. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So, so it, uh, yeah, there's a huge chunk of fear, but yeah. there is also this feeling of like, now or never right really and that's and that is greater than the fear is this now or never feeling um but yeah it's (laughs) there's definitely moments just just a couple weeks ago my husband was like are we sure we want to do this and I was like I mean I don't know I was like if we we have like we have our tickets to Spain we have our Airbnbs like we're going to Spain if we decide after three months we want to come home we come home. Right. He's like, but we don't have a home to come home to. I was like, that is a true story. <laughs> but so then we decide, do we want to go back to RV? Right. There's do we want to go back to, and I was like, so we're just making sure that we have a chunk of money in our bank account set aside right. that if we need to literally flee the country, we can flee the country and come back and like land on our feet a little bit. Right. Um, so that was like the caveat that he put in was like, we have to have this chunk yep. of savings. I, yeah. Yep. Which thankfully our house sure. sold like, and it allowed us to have a chunk of money that is like earmarked for like emergency and it, it's enough that we could buy an RV again and, like, we could do what, whatever we need to do. Sure. And I will be curious to see when he feels okay to, like, dip into that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, how long we feel like we need to keep this chunk of money, like, just secure. For, just, yeah. Um, it may be that we end up deciding that that needs to stay there the entire time we're in Europe. And mm-hmm. maybe after.
after a while, he's like, this is fun. I don't know. Like, that's, that's, this is new territory for us, like, in our sure. marriage and in our, like, life. And so uh, it will be curious to me to see when, when he feels like that's an okay. Right, sure. Because I didn't argue it. I think that that's a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, in fact, that's something That's something we were talking about with oh. um, what we want to do, that we need to have a chunk of money. So if we go out in the rig and we're like, let's say, we sell the house, house and I'm like, we have to keep part of the proceeds. In case we need yeah. to Because someday we're going to want to buy a house mm-hmm. again and we're going to need that down payment. Yep. So yep. I, I definitely understand what he's thinking. Yeah, like absolutely. That, yeah. Well, and, you know, this RV that I, I'm in love with our RV with the loft and everything, but I was like, if we come back two years, three years later, our kids are going to be older. They're going to be, like, right now our youngest is short enough that, like, the way her bed is situated, like, it's not a normal-sized bed, and, like, both of them are short enough that they can fit in a smaller space, but I was like, give it two years, they're not going to fit in that small of a space anymore. Right. So we're going to have to completely reevaluate the way that we, like, sure. so even if we were to stay here, we would already have to reevaluate right. what we're doing because they are not going to fit in that, like, smaller Area. space <laughs> right. for too much longer because they're going to grow out of it. <laughs> so... So, like, we already we're going to have to, like, think through the RV situation sure. in the future. So, right. So, right. like, we're just going to do a Europe thing and see what we feel about that. Yeah. And, again, you're not the first one. So, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> um, we were uh, – we've, we've watched a YouTube channel for years, and – North and South, and they, they've done a family this. of 11 mm-hmm. in an RV yep. for a year. Crazy. I know. And then, and then they, they sold the RV and they went to Europe. Mm-hmm. Now, they did a little bit differently than you. Um, they were constantly moving around because of the, I guess they didn't have a visa, right, so they right. could only stay like 90 days in a country. But eventually, I think they had originally planned to stay longer, but I think they, you know, at some point, they just said, okay, we're homesick. They came back. I think initially they rented a house. Right. Correct. Well, and they've made a couple moves here in the U.S. Yeah. since, and now they're, you know, they're in a house. And but I, I, you know, I think that's the great thing is to know other people have done this, mm-hmm. and it's doable. It's doable, and it's going to be this amazing. You're going to do something that the vast majority of people don't, don't do, don't ever right. do. Well, and I keep uh, the one comment that I get most frequently is like. Oh my gosh, the memories you're giving your children. Yes. Yes. And it's so true. Like my kids already have have such a unique childhood. <laughs> right. Because they live in an RV and they travel around and like they've gotten to see more. By the end of this trip, they will have been in 26 states. Oh, wow. Which is more than most adults. Sure. In their lifetime. Right. Right. Like, and some of we've just driven through, but there are some that we have, you know, sure. we hit the highlights. and. Mm-hmm. We spend time in, and that's like that's a lot of traveling for for like I mean a almost six year old right right you know like and she both of them kind of have an idea of how unique it is, but at the same time they have their toys and they have their bike and like. Yep. It's just a new place to yep. ride yep. their bike, you know. Like, kind of like our friends, the boys grew up in hotels. Yep. That they, that's all they knew. They thought the hotel was their, their par- house. Their, their parents, their parents ran hotels, hotels, and typically they would just live in the property to save money. Yeah. And they grew up in hotels. And you know what? Those kids are they're all married, happy, have kids. They, they turned out just fine. But there were probably some <laughs> naysayers saying, "You can't raise a kid in a hotel." And well, I will say, Grandma and Grandpa are not happy 
uh, we have on my husband's side, we have the only grandkids. Okay. And so, and we live 12 minutes away from them. And when we told them the plan, they were like, what? <laughs> I bet. Like they are, they're not happy. And oh. we're, we're visiting, uh, grandma's meeting us in. Sure. Uh, Columbus, like we've, she's already met us. She met us in San Diego. Fly to like, Spain, Grandma. Right. I was like, so <laughs> now once again, I'm like, the property has to be big enough to like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this house keeps getting bigger, bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, property prices are cheaper in Spain. So sure. right. hopefully, yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I, I tell you what, I just do think it while you can. When, when we yeah. met. Um, I think it was yesterday yeah. and, and you were telling the story. I'm like, oh, we have to have you on our podcast <laughs> because number one, it's an inspiration not only to us, but right. to anyone listening. Because again, I think there's a lot of people out there, including us that hesitant. Um, we're always hesitant mm-hmm. about change, doing something mm-hmm. different. And it, it shouldn't take a, a life changing no. moment to allow us to feel free to go out and explore and do things. But sometimes that's what it takes. Yep. And, I would say we're a little bit more. I unfortunately, um, I lost my mom. She was sixty-four, and then uh, three years later, my sister, who was forty-six, lost her life to cancer. And my sister would always say, "You know, someday, someday." someday. And someday never came for her. And ever since then, that's kind of been our motto with the YouTube channel is living life to the fullest because we don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what it might bring in your future, yeah. Yeah. And so we actually have a sign in our RV uh-huh. that says the, the only regrets are the chances not taken. And yeah. I think that's kind of, we, we kind of look at that every time we start to chicken out on doing something. <laughs> um, because I don't want to get, I don't want to be 70 years old and look back and say, you remember when we were 55 and we said we were going to sell the house and live in an RV for two years? Yeah. Um, I don't want to look back and say, we should have done that. Yeah. Because I've done that a lot, in, you know, in my sure, life. And, sure. and so I just think for you guys to actually just say, we're doing this, that's an inspiration to so many people. Yeah. Thank yep. you. I mean, and um, like you said, unfortunately, it did happen. Like, I did sure. have this medical scare. Right. And like, my mom did pass away from cancer and like I feel a little bit like a walking time bomb because I'm like I the odds of me getting cancer are so high because my mom passed away of it and my grandfather did and you know like blah 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 blah. I'm like I am a walking time bomb and then I had this huge health scare and my older brother also fought and won actually he's he's a cancer survivor and so I'm like dude like it's like I feel like I'm a walking time bomb and so I'm like, I'm going to spend as much time with my kids. I'm going to show them the world. I'm going to, I want to, I want to be there for every one of those experiences. Sure. You know? And so that, that is what the driving, sure. the drive right. is for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, my husband, it does like, he lived through it all with me, but doesn't have those same, like, sure. Different. that, that tangible connection to all of those things. And so for him, he's like, eh, Okay. And thankfully, he's a super laid back guy and he's like along for the ride. Um, but he is definitely someone who would happily sit in his own little bubble uh, and would never leave right. mm-hmm. um, unless he's physically like dragged sure. out of the bubble. And my oldest daughter is the same way. Gotcha. And so I am like, we are drop kicking you out of your bubble and you are going to experience life and you are going to experience things because that is what makes life worth living <laughs> is experiencing right. new things and like but i also knew we talked about doing airbnp across the country but i knew that they needed a home 
sure. that they could be have their own. Like and, feel like it was their home. Yeah, yeah, they could go and hide if they needed to hide. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so that's why we chose RVing okay. instead of like the Airbnb thing. I have a uh, friend of a friend who travels around, but they bounce Airbnb to Airbnb. Okay. Um, because they didn't want the responsibility of handling an RV. Um, because there is there's there is ups and downs of living in an RV. Oh, sure. Like uh, we had a tire literally fly off. Like not not the the axle bent and broke off. Like oh, wow. the tire whole tire, not just the rubber. No, no, the entire tire like went flying off. Well, thankfully we have a dual axle and so it didn't tip. Right. And like most random like we heard i started calling mobile rv people the first person that answered not the one first i called the first one that answered was like <laughs> i just drove by you guys like are you on this exit i just drove by you let me whip around and i'll come and help you like we had it fixed by eight o'clock that night oh, he was awesome. amazing if you're ever in fort collins like i highly recommend this guy he was amazing like uh but like crap like that happens yes, right. in an RV. yeah with the rv boy you got to be so prepared like, you know the hose hoses don't always work we we've gotten bad water we had to like flush our lines yeah like it all of us got sick because we we hadn't flushed our lines un, like recently enough you know right. like so i totally understand that like that seems like such a huge thing and you're switching house ownership to rv ownership and there's a lot of similarities Less lawn mowing, I will say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> less gardening, less lawn mowing, but there is other issues. Sure. Right. And so, like, I understand that, that, but I also knew my family well enough to know we had to have our own space. Sure. We could not bounce. We'll see how we do in Spain. Yeah. Right. But, like, with our, like, everybody gets two suitcases and a backpack, right? We'll see how we do, but I think that we're probably going to need to find a place that's, like, Yep. Yep, yep. pretty quick yep. okay. just because I know my family well enough now are you documenting this amazing journey kind of we okay. have an Instagram account uh, it's called Adventures with the Campbells uh, but it's not I post when I can sure. I'm, I'm not a hardcore like poster it's mostly for like friends and family who wanted to keep tabs of what we're doing it was the easiest way to do that I'm definitely not a blogger so, like, that was, I'm like, I can post pictures. <laughs> there you go. But it would be available to somebody who wants to follow yes. your journey. It's not yes. a private. It's not a private. Okay. No. So, so we'll get the link us. in the show notes if anybody yes. wants to follow along on sure. the journey. Yeah. And, um, well, you know, I hope at some point, and that's a great thing about technology, um, maybe at some point, um, maybe... I don't know. You're you're moving there in October, so we want to do it too soon. But maybe late next spring, yep. we could do another one of these via Zoom and oh, find yeah. out how. Because I have a feeling. Not only am I going to want to know, but I have a feeling <laughs> anyone listening wanna will want to know. Like, how is it going? How is Spain? How is and, the store again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe after you've had, you know, Some you time. get through that first mm-hmm. three months, and then yep. you figure out what's going to happen. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, you know what? And in, no judgment if if you know in in April or May if. You zoom in and you're like, yeah, we're in Seattle. We'll be like, that's cool. <laughs> that's Tell cool. us the journey. We're you know? grandma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're but, living um, with grandma. Uh, grandma. <laughs> yeah. So we will definitely give you our contact yeah. because yeah. If, if we could do that, I just think it would be awesome. Yeah. We got to um, know. Yeah. We, we want to know. I'm like, I want to know too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like, it's like a, it's like a TV show where we want to, we want the next season, yep. but we're all going to have to wait. wait because the next season hasn't yes. been shot yet. Yes. yes. 
I am a well aware it hasn't been shot yeah. yet. <laughs> You're I'm, like, it's not a show, it's my life. life. Yeah. But I also like I can feel the same I feel kind of the same way where I'm like, if I heard the beginning of it, I would totally want to know the end. Sure, <laughs> right. sure. It turns out. So yeah, I'm totally happy All to right. do that. That's awesome. awesome. Well, Crystal, thank yeah, you thank so you much so for much. taking time today. Awesome. Anything yeah, else you want to share that we haven't My talked about? My only thing would be that if you're thinking about it, do like a short it has to be long enough that you feel like you're you're not just on vacation, but do like a two or three month trip and try it out and then make the decision because that was really huge for us. Okay. That's, we were so on the fence and then we did that trip and we were like, nope, we're doing the thing. Um, That's... We normally end these things with a Delaney yep, pro there tip, she said it. and that is a great <laughs> pro tip. Is yeah, yeah, because going on a one-week RV trip yeah. is not the same as living in an no, RV. No, it's yeah. different. And if you like, you have to stay long enough that you're you have to do laundry and yep. you have to go to the grocery store wherever you are and like you have to figure out how to cook those meals yep. and you can't like pre-prep all no because like when you go on vacation you pre-prep stuff and like you load the pantry and like all of that. Um, that was that was a big thing when we went back to Seattle the second time we uh, we had to like stock up on all of our favorites that I knew were gonna be there. Um, my girls love seaweed like nori, yeah, yeah, right. and that is hard to find in the Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so we like have a tub of just like nori sitting in <laughs> because they eat it all the time yeah. and we can't find it out here. So like, you have to go long enough to like run out of your yeah. favorites and have to like and realize live, like feel what that's like to yeah. live like that yeah. but also short enough that you're not like making such a huge commitment that right. you feel overwhelmed about the commitment mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like three months we found was a pretty solid sure right solid sure. time frame yeah because unfortunately i think we've known some people who have just jumped right in sold the house yeah it's too much and then uh, it was it overwhelming yeah it was probably them. overwhelming mm -hmm. and then you know, they, maybe gave had, up. they had regrets. Yep. And so, yeah, like going out for three months, at least you kind of had a pretty good sense yeah, for we could, like, how tight it's going to be. And, and it also gave us, when we came back, it gave us some time to do uh, some maintenance things on the RV right. that we were like, right. this annoyed the heck out of me. Let's change this. Let's like tweak some modifications, this a bit. Some yeah. modifications so that when we did come out again, we had things a little bit too more to our liking but yep. i would never have known that i hated that until i lived in it right right because <laughs> you don't know what you don't know right, so you, right. gotta, you gotta live it so yeah. that's awesome well again thank, thank you, so you so much, much. and oh uh if you were able to make it through this podcast yeah. because we recorded today with a pool party going yeah. on in the background <laughs> but if it ends up sounding amazing we we give we all the credit to our jim. producer and friend jim jim mr jim jim kuzman yeah. who uh, produces these and he always makes the audio sound amazing we have definitely are pushing jim's we're pushing the today. talent today uh, yeah we could have found someplace quieter, but it's so much fun sitting here by the, the pool, pool and yeah. uh, recording. So, Jim, <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you to all of you for listening. Absolutely. And until next time, we'll see you. On down the road. Bye. Bye. Travels with Delaney. We'll see you on down the road.